Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jaffy Jaws. Oh my god, I just brought myself back to freshman year. Every time I walked into the building of my dorm, I would see the RAs and I'd be like, hello, because then they wouldn't tell the difference when I was drunk and walking in versus me sober and walking in. So that really just brought me back a little bit. But how's everybody doing? Welcome to the second episode of Jaffy Jaws. It's so crazy that we're on episode two. I, like, that sounds stupid, but this has just seriously been overwhelmingly fun and a dream come true for me and I'm so thankful for everyone that has been listening continuing to listen now especially and supported me shout out to everybody that's followed the Instagram I, I little there's no other words but thank you and we're gonna have so much more fun and I'm super excited for today's episode wait a second I'm a fucking idiot I didn't even reintroduce myself but hello everybody welcome back to Jappy Jaws this is Lindsay Moraskin I am your host of this shit show of a show Okay, maybe we're not a shit show, but we're something of the sort, and it's a good time to be here. That's all I'm going to say about that. But I'm not going to lie. I'm a very little... Actually, hmm, how do I want to put this? I am recovering from being hungover, so I'm not necessarily hungover, but I'm not feeling... I'm very unwell, but like not too unwell. Does that make sense? But yesterday, I I love day drinking. However, like the aftermath of it sometimes, I just, I don't love. Yesterday, I went to a bottomless brunch to celebrate one of my best friend's birthdays. And by 3 p.m., I was blacked out on my lawn chair sleeping. And then I didn't wake up till 10 p.m. And immediately, immediately, immediately needed to inhale some Wendy's. So I asked my mom, even though it was after sundown, and today is the holiday of Yom Kippur for all my Jews out there. But I knew it was after sundown, but I knew if I didn't eat something, I was not going to be well. So in fact, my mom, shout out to you, blessed me and brought me some chicken nuggets, french fries, and a chocolate frosty. And that really recovered and made me feel 10 times better. But I'm recovering from that. And honestly, it was a good time. I I love day drinking. I feel like there's just so much more time in the day that you get to do this and you're not limited and you're not rushing to pound shots. However, I really don't know how many mimosas I had, but that is the beauty behind having bottomless mimosas. And I knew I wanted to record the day after because I was like, hmm, what type of energy and tone am I going to set for the episode? And what better way to do that as I'm coming down and coming off of such a beautiful day. Also, since it is Yom Kippur, I am fasting. I don't know anyone else who has fasted, hung over and podcast because I'm the type of person when I talk, my mouth gets very dry. I know, a little weird for me to talk about. And for those of you that know, on Yom Kippur, you can't eat or drink. So me doing this, I'm going to be going like, sorry, that was really gross, but I'm going to have to like figure out how to not drink water while recording this. But you know what? We'll figure it out. It's it's something that we're going to roll with. And it only happens once a year. So we'll be able to wait till next year again to figure out how to do it once again. So with that being said, welcome to the second episode of Jappy Jaws. What I kind of didn't cover in the intro of the first episode is how the breakdown of episodes are going to go. Like I said in the description, and like I've said before, I just want to talk about whatever I want to talk about. I really don't have a set structure of if I want to talk about certain things that happen to me personally that I've experienced or something that's going on in the news or if I want to tie two and two together. The truth of the matter is I don't fucking know. I'm kind of freeballing this. I kind of just figure out what I want to talk about, write it down, do some bullet points, kind of get organized. Then I decide, okay, break down what do I want to talk about. So there really is no structure. I want to talk about what I want to talk about. That is going to be my new motto. I'm going to get that tattooed on my ass or something. We're going to have to just figure it out as we go. And obviously I'm open to suggestions, comments, feedback, ways that you want me to talk about what you want to talk about. But me being that send receiver? No. 
messenger. That's what it is. I'm going to be that messenger. So without further ado, let's start yapping, baby. Also, I need it to be known that it absolutely fucking sucks major cock when you're fasting and your mom is a grade A Jewish mother chef and is making the best of the best right now because I forgot how frustrating it is because the last four years I've been at school and I didn't really have to deal with like smells and whatever. Actually, last year I sat in a coffee shop on campus the entire fast, which was not smart either, but I guess the fumes and smell of coffee just got me going <laughs> but my mom is an incredible chef cook whatever and it absolutely fucking sucks that I can't go upstairs and try something because I have to wait till services is over and we get to fucking eat but guess what it gives me time to yap with you guys so here we go all right everybody I need you to listen very carefully and I need you to listen to this as clearly as possible because this goes towards men and women everywhere specifically the single ones and if you're not single still listen so you could give advice or if you end up becoming single you could take this advice so i didn't know how soon enough i wanted to go into talking about this then i realized oh it's my fucking show i know what i could do and i know what i can't do and i can't put all my eggs in one basket little analogy this episode is gonna be full of analogies okay so just roll with it but i realized Lindsay you can break it down. You don't need to do it all at once. You have all the time in the world. You're not employed. You know what Lindsay's voice in her head? Actually, the voice in my head changes a lot, but today it's kind of sounding like Pat Sajak. Anywho, I'm very delirious. I'm so sorry. But we're gonna jump right into talking about dating apps and the do's and don'ts of them, okay? Now, I don't wanna humbly brag, but I did win a superlative my senior year, which was not too long ago, that my friends and I made up because, well, I, I did like the one that my sorority initially gave me which was most likely to become a talk show host and look what I'm doing now I'm half the way there but my friends and I we were like all right we want to do like a bit of a raunchier version of it and whatever and we kind of just were making it up as we went along and we decided to give our friends the superlatives we thought were the funnier more realistic I guess superlative and mine was most likely to marry someone off a dating app yes that was my superlative a round of applause for Lindsay Unfortunately, I think that the only times that I've actually met someone off an app, and honestly, I've only met people off Hinge because the other ones are a waste of time. I think the only people that I've actually like met up with and enjoyed their company for the most part was off of Hinge. Like one or two people. I'm not even kidding. I just like to fuck around and like, you know, meet people. And if you really excite me, then like we'll see where it goes. So I don't want to say that I'm the queen of dating apps or I'm the queen of Hinge, but I know a thing or two. And I was talking about it a lot with my friends my family even, just getting an overall consensus, feedback, whatever, about these lovely apps and specifically hinge on things that we've seen or whatever. And just to kind of have a better idea so I knew what I was talking about with you guys. But I just do want to put it out there. I deleted hinge. I'm not on anything anymore. I haven't been for a little bit now. And my main reasons are A, I kept seeing the same people over and over again. I was clicking X more than I was clicking the check. And it was just, I don't know, nothing was really tickling my talk. B, I kind of just like want to work on myself. And like, if something happens, it happens. I don't feel like I need to be on a nap. I feel like I'd be forcing it. And I don't know, like, I feel like we're in a weird place with this pandemic that now that it's also getting colder, I'm getting a little bit more freaked out. I'm not gonna lie. And 
I don't know. I just, I couldn't just talk to someone for like two weeks and then be like, okay, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. I don't know. I guess I just want like organic shit. I don't know. And then C, like, I don't want to have to rely on that stuff anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's me getting older. I'm sure I'll re-download again. I did re-download it this weekend, but I was doing it for three purposes. One, I was lonely. I'm not going to lie. And my good friend and I were talking and I was like, oh, I kind of want to like re-download it. And we were the queens, the queens. We, everyone came to us of Hinge at school and what have you. We've had success stories. We've had not so successful stories, but we were the go-tos of Hinge in college. And she was like, just do it. Well, who cares? And I was like, I bet you I'm going to delete it after like two hours, which I did. And I was like, wait, no, this is also good content for the podcast. And also I then saw something I didn't want to see. So I was just like, okay, yeah, it's my time to go after this research. <laughs> I was like, okay, let me redownload this. And let me tell you, it was God awful. Like I swear, I just kept seeing the same things, the same people over and over again. I was seeing things of guys posting certain pictures or prompts or whatever of things that I didn't like. And I noticed that a lot of people have told me that they've seen this too and that they don't like about it. So this is something I want to call hinge peeves. And this is the do's and don'ts of what you should and should not put on your hinge profile. And this isn't just coming from me. This is coming from my friends and my family. And I'm sure plenty of you think of this as well. And I would love for you to tell me what else you don't like. But we're going to dive in onto certain things that you should and should not do on your hinge profile or any dating profile for that matter. Here we go, ladies and gents. So fellas, boys, home diggity dogs. This is what you should not put on your hinge profile if you would like a girl to like you. First things first, a shirtless gym pic. Now, this also kind of goes back to the thirsty thirst traps that I was talking about last week. Please do not put those on your hinge profiles. Yes, I think you're gonna have a rockin' body. Absolutely. Like, you could be so hot. But that just kind of gives me, like, the douchebag vibe. And, okay, great, you go to the gym. But... I also don't want that to be like what you're always gonna be posting about and also like I don't want you to feel the need that you need to show me that you're at the gym like you could tell when someone's working out or whatever and doing their own thing you don't need to be posting oh just hit arms and then also be like oh shit I look good I'm gonna put that on my hinge or tinder profile no don't fucking do that if you like to go to the gym great if you don't great doesn't matter personality is all that we want I mean obviously people look at looks but you know what I'm saying just don't put that on something that it's kind of like, I don't want to say that Hinge is a more serious dating app, but I think people take Hinge a lot more seriously than Bumble and Tinder and I don't even, what else do they have? I don't even know. I I feel old saying that, but I'm not. So just refrain from doing that, please. I, I don't want to have to repeat myself. The next thing, this is something that a lot of people will get wishy-washy about. So they have the option on Hinge saying, oh, if you drink, if you smoke, whatever. And it's like the whole, do you smoke weed? And it has the little leaf. I don't really care if you like to smoke weed whatever. I don't think most people do. But if you feel the need that you need to put that and say yes and make it visible that you do smoke weed on your Hinge profile, that kind of is like a bit of a turnoff for me because I'm just like, okay, like why do you feel the need to share that with me? Or if you have a fucking picture of you smoking or rolling a blunt or a J in one of the pictures with your profile, or if one of your prompts saying like, I'm unusually good at like one of those stupid things that they have, uh, rolling joints. Like do not throw in my face that you want to be like the next El Chapo or something like that. Like if you like to smoke, great. That could come up in conversation, whatever, but don't throw it out there and be like, okay, this is what I like to do. If you're doing that because you think it's the right thing to do, it's not. Maybe talk to the girl, talk to the guy, 
and be like, oh, like, how do you feel about this? It, it should come up in conversation or if you guys are hanging out, come up that way. And then you can kind of go from there. And that's up to the person if they want to be with someone that does like to smoke weed, if they don't like to smoke weed, if they don't really care. But don't be throwing it in your profile because it's just not attractive. I'm sorry. This one's a huge one for me. And I think, I don't know, this is a to eat your own type shit thing. If you post one of the pictures, if you're fishing or you're hunting, immediate X. I cannot stand that shit. I do not want to see a picture of you holding a fish by its mouth, a trout or whatever the fuck it's called. If you like fishing, great, good for you. I don't want to see you holding that shit in my face than I want to have for dinner later. Or if you're holding poor little Bambi's head, like, okay, great. Like that makes me uncomfortable. What are you going to do on our first date? Be like, oh, you want to go hunting? Do you want, do you want to go fishing and catch something for dinner? And then we can eat it later. (laughs) I don't know. Just that is not something that, I don't know, that attracts me or people that I know. I think it's kind of like weird. If you do like that, comment back saying, oh my God, that's a great catch you got or some shit like that. But for those of you that think you need to keep posting all of that in your profile, it's not a good look. It doesn't make someone want to like that picture specifically too. I've seen so many guys, I'm like, oh shit, they're hot. Then the second they have a hunting picture or a picture of them holding that fucking fish, it's game over. I'm like, oh, sorry, next. The next don't that you shouldn't do, and this goes for girls too, because a lot of the guys I talked to said the same thing. Don't post so many group pictures, especially if it's your first picture. If it's you and your grandma or you and your sister or you and one other guy as your first picture or other girl, fine, whatever. But don't make group picture, group picture, selfie, group picture, group picture, because people are also going to be like, um, which one are you fucking even? Are you the guy in the glasses? Are you the guy in the suit? Are you the guy at the gym? We're not going to fucking know. Don't make so many group pictures, especially if it's going to be your first picture. I want to be making sure that I'm liking the right person. And if you have too many pictures where I can't tell if you're the blonde or the brunette or the guy with the short hair or the long hair, then that's an issue because then what happens if I start to Snapchat you or FaceTime you and all of a sudden you're looking like Dr. Doofenshmirtz when I thought I was talking to Phineas, we're going to have an issue. And I know that analogy was absolutely disgusting, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to talk to Dr. Doofenshmirtz. I want to talk to Phineas. Another big one, more than one picture with a pet or just putting pictures of you and your dog. Now, yes, does everybody, and especially girls, love a dog, love a cat, love a fish? Don't post more than one picture with them. It's not the end-all be-all if you have a pet or you don't have a pet, but personally, I don't think that it's necessary to post more than one picture of your dog or your cat. Like, if you post one or you want to bring it up in conversation and then send me a picture, all for that. But don't constantly put so many with the same pet. Like, it's not going to make me like you more or want to tap more. This next thing I have such an issue with, okay? Putting emojis over people's faces in pictures to point out who you are. And I know I just said, like, don't post group pictures, but I think it's honestly obnoxious when you're constantly putting emojis over people's faces. Or if you're putting a picture up with a girl, if you are putting that on a girl's face and you're making that your profile picture or another picture, whatever, that shows me, okay, A, it's either an ex-girlfriend and you just like the picture because you look good in it and you know you shouldn't be posting it and you don't want someone else to see the girl and be like, oh shit, they broke up or something like that. And also like, obviously 
I know you're not going to be the other person in the picture if it's you and a girl. Okay, whatever. Just be honest and also put on a picture that makes you look good and don't be so worried about making sure that there's an emoji perfectly covering someone else's face. I think that's kind of silly. That's why you do a single picture first, a picture of you and your mom, a picture of you and your sister, a picture of you and one other friend. It's simple. And then another thing that I absolutely cannot stand and my friends and I were talking about this, my good friend says pictures where you can literally tell they are from four scores and seven years ago. I cannot tell you how many people that I've seen that I know on dating apps from I guess like friendships and or if I have met them before I went to school with them whatever if they post a picture from high school if you have a picture from prom get the fuck out I do not want to speak to you you do not need to put a picture from when you are at prom granted if you're 18 that's probably one of your most recent pictures but if you're like 20 something years old there is no reason for you to put a picture from when you graduated high school or when you went to prom no reason absolutely no reason and you obviously can tell weddings absolutely go for it I love a man in a tux however if you're posting something from prom no absolutely not if you're thinking about doing it if you even have to have the idea in your head get it out of there I don't want to hear it I don't want to see it do not do that that is stupid and now as for sporting pictures if you're posting it from high school just like fucking delete your thing now because it's so silly if you're 23 years old posting a picture of you on your football field that you like to run on or that you have your old jersey from people we can read where the jersey says you went to high school like if it says you went to John Adams High obviously we're gonna know it wasn't Ohio State you know what I'm saying like okay whatever so say if you were a D1 D2 D3 athlete in college perfectly fine but make it where I can see you if you're a football player and you're a tight end or a center I don't want to see you leaning over with your helmet on where I can barely make it out if you have a beard or hair or not if you're in the midst of a play cool if you have like that champion winning touchdown look fine okay I'll accept it because it shows that you're a winner that sounds really cocky and selfish but you know what I'm saying I just want to be able to see your face yes do I like looking at butts absolutely who doesn't like looking at a butt but I need to be able to see your face and that goes for football players mid play okay cool whatever if you play soccer lacrosse it's just like no hope there's always something in front of your face you have your helmet on the sticks in front of you and you're constantly twisting and turning so either do it before the game after the game or where I can see your face please and thank you now that we've talked about those do's and don'ts the do's and don'ts of the prompts that hinge gives you now we all know that they are kind of stupid and some of them are like okay whatever and don't get me wrong I've seen some funny ones I've screenshotted the ones that have actually made me laugh but I've ended up either xing or being like hmm okay there are certain things that they ask and you're like I don't fucking know like my unusual skill is like I don't really know what my unusual skill would be but they have the prompt where it says what's my biggest pet peeve and I know that kind of goes against what I'm talking about now considering this is hinge peeves but I don't know I just think this is too negative is that and my friend told me this that you don't like slow walkers or loud chewers yes we're trying to learn about you and yes that is annoying but don't pick a negative question and then have a negative response about it that's just like okay that kind of brought my mood down I mean it shouldn't be so detrimental if your other questions are top tier okay cool but I don't know like I think a negative response is kind of like a negative look on you and then this is something that my cousins actually brought up and my cousins are guys that I was talking to about this but they're like oh this also goes for guys I guess too So when they say, what's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? And someone says skydiving. 
Now, yes, going skydiving is very adventurous, very spontaneous, but you don't wake up one morning usually and say, okay, I'm gonna go skydiving today. I mean, like, if you do, good for you, but, like, planning to go skydiving is a lot more intricate and complex than just being like, all right, I'm gonna go to the place today. You need to figure out who are you going with, what are you leaving behind if you die, and I know that's morbid and scary and sad, and I hope no one does that. If you're gonna talk about something spontaneous that you've done, talk about a travel story, or talk about one time when you've saved someone's life. Something of that sort that's gonna grab my attention. And yes, like skydiving is cool and like I'm all for the skydiving pictures. I think that's dope. I think that sparks a conversation. But it's not spontaneous. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I totally forgot about these two picture things. Okay, sorry. If you have a Snapchat filter on one of your pictures, get out of my face. I do not want to see it. I do not think it's cute when a guy or a girl has that puppy dog looking emoji filter on their face and they put it as your picture on Hinge. You look like you're very immature, first of all. And yes, like we love Snapchat, whatever. But don't make, that's for when you're Snapchatting them if you really want to go that far or like just for fun. But don't put that on your profile if you want to be taken seriously or even if you want a response because immediately I'm like, absolutely not. Another thing that my cousins brought up to me is when you post a little picture of when you were little. So say you were like 11 years old, nine years old, and it's a funny picture of you. Okay, cool. I don't necessarily need to see you when you were nine years old, maybe later on if we continue to talk. But okay, say if you reenact that picture, that'll get a laugh out of me. Maybe I'll like it. I don't know. But don't put that picture. Like, what am I supposed to think? Oh my God, you're so cute. Like, I want to talk to you because you were a cute little 11 year old. Like, no. That's weird and pedophilic. Don't do that, please. If you're gonna post that and make it funny, at least make me laugh. And going off of that with Snapchat, I I cannot stand when someone can only have a conversation with you over Snapchat. Like, I think it's so beyond annoying. Like, what's the difference of text me? Yeah, like, Snapchat conversations usually are a lot different than texting conversations, but when someone ends up resorting to just talking to you over Snapchat, you could have easily been texting me that or whatever. And if you have your Snapchat in your Hinge profile or your Instagram, this kind of bothers me too. There's the feature where you can connect your Instagram, you do realize that. So if you really want that person to look at your Instagram, just connect it. And you should talk to the person before someone goes adding you because guess what? Some girl will easily be like, all right, I'm going to add you on Snapchat, but not like you on Hinge. And they're going to be like, who the fuck is this? Why did they add me? Don't be doing that. Go make conversation. I know it's scary. I know it's hard for some people, but we all hide behind our phones anyway. So make that conversation and then you can get there. Okay. So that's how I feel with all of that. Now, I know I was talking about pictures and what pictures to post, what pictures not to post. And a big thing is when guys, I've noticed, post pictures with their mom, grandma, sister, aunt, dad, whatever. Totally fine. Shows you're a wholesome guy, I guess. This is something I saw this weekend and it made me so uncomfortable and I don't know why any guy would post this. So I get it. If you're a mama's boy, if you love your mom, all power to you. If you respect your mom, you respect a woman most of the time. This is what I saw. So I guess a guy was trying to show the goofy side with his mom, but his mom wasn't understanding that but still this picture was so unacceptable and I was like <gasps> immediate ex why did you even come up on my I wanted to say for you page I, why did you even come up on the well technically it is a for you page whatever it was like she was smiling and he had his head turned to the side and it looked like he was about to lick her and when I saw that I was like ew <laughs> like what I get if you want like a picture with your mom like sticking your tongue out and she's doing something funny I don't know just not that 
pick and choose if you have that picture do what you want with it but do not put that on a dating profile dear god oh my god it was like you were asking to be immediately exiled like okay cool you like your mom but i don't like my mom enough to lick her i don't know a lot of guys that that like their mom enough to lick her or look like it's she's about to lick her i don't think i have to say that but i guess i do so just like be aware of what type of picture you're posting another funny thing that happened so one of my friends was obviously going through her likes or she was looking at a guy and she sees that this kind of goes under the spontaneous thing she was like oh like he likes to be outdoors cool whatever then she scrolls down to a picture and it's him outside he doesn't have a shirt on nice abs cool but he has like a harness on him and everybody knows what a harness does to guys and it really accentuated the shit going on downstairs like way more than it needed to like okay great you did not need to emphasize how well endowed you are i think that's just very i don't want to say aggressive but very pushy i don't know just like ew that's for maybe if you're scrolling hanging out one day showing them pictures from that one time you went to the adirondacks or the swiss alps my guy that is not what you do so refrain from licking your mom and showing that you're well endowed another thing and this is an at towards myself too because girls are guilty of it guys are guilty of it i have noticed that a lot of the pictures that i have picked whenever i've remade or made my new account or new profile is that i like a lot of pictures where i'm wearing sunglasses and i know that's annoying i always make sure that my first picture doesn't have it but a few of them i like to be outside i like the beach i end up posting a picture from the beach or I don't know. My eyes are sensitive. I like sunglasses, but I do understand that I kind of need a refrain from putting pictures of me with sunglasses on constantly there was like a whole time on my instagram feed where like back to back to back was just sunglasses and i was like yeah i have shit brown eyes but it covers my face or you don't get like the full effect i mean you should love me for who i am whatever still don't keep wearing sunglasses in every single picture one picture two pictures three you're pushing it whatever but know your place with sunglasses yes we all have them we all wear them what refrain from it it's not the worst thing you could do but it's not the best thing that you could do another thing you shouldn't do do not post videos i don't care if you're trying to look fresh as fuck or if you're like biting your lip that's weird i don't like it if you're smoking like i said before or even if you're like shotgunning or funneling something i don't need to see that on your profile when we start talking and getting to know one another and then you can send me that video of that one time in college where you funneled a four loco like props to you hats off but do not put that in your profile please like it's just a big turnoff and i have plenty plenty more knowledge plenty tips plenty more tricks of what to do and what not to do with your hinge peeves and whatever and your adventures that you would like to have on your dating apps but i can't just give them all to you in one episode i have to keep you wanting more so we are going to end the hinge peeves here and if you have anything you would like to add to it or that you would like me to cover of what's happened to you please 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 go to the instagram dm me and tell me because i'd love to talk about it and love to have another conversation about it if there's anything that you're going to get out of this segment right here is that don't like your mom stop posting pictures of you hunting and stop posting pictures from prom when you're 25 years old okay and with that let's talk about something else now jumping off of hinge let's talk about the kardashians now i know a lot of people are kind of sick and tired of hearing about the kardashians but i really just need to get this out there and share my passion of how i feel 
with the world. So obviously, I think it was like almost a month ago now, maybe a little bit less than that. It was announced that they are ending Keeping Up with the Kardashians after season 2020, 21. Now, I was upset. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's nice to have that as the background noise. I kind of like being a nosy person and seeing what they're up to or if there was drama going, like the whole Tristan scandal, we watched play out on social media, but then we got to watch it play out on television. And obviously, like, it shouldn't concern me as much as it did or I shouldn't have felt as invested as I did, but they make it so compelling and hard not to watch or talk about. Now, I'm not saying I'm dedicated and I watch every single week because I don't. There are certain things that I don't necessarily feel like I need to watch every episode or whatever, but there are certain things like when Scott pranks Chris. Like, Todd Cranes is my fucking favorite thing that's come out of... No, Scott Disick is quite literally the best thing that came out of Keeping Up With The Kardashian. I've seen so many, like, highlight reels on Instagram and Twitter of, like, his best clapbacks or best things that he said on the show, and I just freaking love Lord Disick more than anything. But... When I was talking about it with my friends, my family, my mom is also a huge diehard fan of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She says it makes her feel like her life's normal. I'm not quite sure how, but she does. It was a little upsetting because you almost want to blame certain things going on in the media and life, but they also have just established such a name for themselves and created businesses and companies that they don't need the Kardashians anymore and I guess it's a privacy thing. Honestly, no, it's just selfish of them and I'm gonna say it like that and I hate saying it like that. I like watching it. It's fun. You make you make people respect and understand you more, I guess, in that way. But Kris Jenner, I'm coming for your brand because I have a way to make everybody happy. Now, I don't think this is going to be the last that we see of the Kardashians. I think eventually they will come back or do something or do a special of some kind. Yes, absolutely. In due time. However, I think it would be a genius idea to start recording more specials like of certain milestones that they have. Okay, now hear me out. So everybody knows if you follow them on Snapchat, chat Instagram Twitter and they talk about it on the show they do that huge Christmas party like from the pictures and the mini clips that I've seen this party looks absolutely fucking ridiculous and so much fun that I want to go to their outfits fucking phenomenal they look like they're wearing a freaking chandelier sometimes like that gold thing that True and Chloe wore I think it was this past Christmas party like it looked like it came off of like a gold mine the food looks great everything just looks phenomenal and I just really want to be there and be part of it. So my idea is since you're not doing a whole season and you always emphasize the privacy of the party and who's there, why don't you freaking make a whole like weekend week special of keeping up with the Kardashians, a uh, very merry Kardashian Christmas type shit. Like that sounds genius to me and I'm sure other people think this too. And I get it. There's like a whole A-list of people that go. I'm pretty sure John Legend and Chrissy Teigen are always there. Ellen, Kyle Richards, you name it, they're there. However, I did read an article literally I think last night that Kris Jenner, I almost just said Kris Kardashian, that's funny. Kris Jenner keeps a stack of NDAs at her door for when people come in. So guess what? You're probably making these people sign NDAs when they're walking in for the party regularly. What's the problem with freaking making them do it so they can record the party? We all want to be part of it. We want to keep supporting you somehow, some way. So let's find a happy medium. I also think it would be really, really fun if we did like a Degrassi Next Generation, but where it's not bad, of keeping up with the Kardashians, but with the kids. 
Now, I think all the grandkids of Chris, so like that's, let's see, how many are there? It's, all right, let's go in order. So Courtney has Mason, Rain, and Penelope. Kim has North, Saint, Chicago, and Psalm. Chloe has True, Kylie has Stormy, and Rob has Dream. So I lost count on my fingers, but you get the idea. I think it would be so fun, obviously not now because like they only know mama, dada, money as their first words. Like how cute would it be like once they start hitting middle school? Like when Kylie and Kendall started recording and being part of the show that they kind of start doing their own little thing. The next generation of Kardashians. I think that would be so fun. Like Northwest, I fucking love Northwest. Literally, I don't know any, how old is she, six? Okay, I looked it up. She is seven years old. From what you see, from what they post and from what she's been in on the show, I don't know any other seven-year-old that acts and does things like her. Yes, she's privileged, whatever. You come from a great family, you're set for life. And I get kids at seven years old, all of them could act like North and they are weird, they're cute, they're funny, whatever. Her personality is just like unreal, like unmatched. I really have never seen anything like it. Literally this past week, the episode when they're in Paris for Paris Fashion Week, it was a full circle moment. I was fucking on the floor dying watching this. So when Kanye brought her out to sing, I don't know, I guess she wrote this, she had to have written it. I don't know who else would have written that, but she wrote that song for the clothes and on the way to the fashion show, Courtney, Penelope, North, and Kim, they're all talking about it. Kim's saying how they were practicing and that she was more nervous and she was recording. So North just like gets up there with the mic and goes, what are those? These are clothes. Yeah. Penelope. Yeah. I love you. Penelope. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And Kim's like hysterically crying the full circle moment of fucking Kris Jenner being like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. And Kim doing this for North. Do you understand what type of entertainment we could get from Northwest? Like I am telling you, North is the new Kylie. And yes, Kim started the whole franchise really. Ray J and her video really skyrocketed their career and really helped them become who they are. However, look at Kylie. Kylie was a billionaire before Kim was. And that's no shade, but you kind of have to see the pattern there. So maybe North is the new Kylie or maybe true. Who fucking knows? We'll figure it out as they grow up. But last night I had another realization and this realization stemmed from the Jappy part of my brain. Okay, you ready for this one? So Scott Disick is Jewish. Obviously, Courtney isn't. Scott does wear a Jewish star around his neck. I know that they don't really celebrate the holidays as much. I mean, I don't know much, but from what I see and I can tell, they don't. However, how lit would it be if we got to see Mason or Rain Disick's bar mitzvah or Penelope's bat mitzvah if they decide to do it for any of them. I just think that would be so fun and so creative. I mean, Addison Wright obviously would be there because that's like his second mom now. I just think it would be absolutely insane to see because he's older now. He's getting to the age of 13 where a Jewish boy becomes a man that I think it would be so interesting to see the whole process of how he goes through biblical, I think it's called biblical. I don't remember. I was bat mitzvahed when I was 12 and a half. Biblical teachings and the planning behind it because we all know Chris would take over. But then again, you have to think Courtney wants to be the one that takes a step back from filming and everything. But I just think it would be absolutely incredible if we got to see that. That's my jappy brain turned on. I just think it would be a disservice to everybody because like I said it's really selfish that they're ending and I know I really don't have a say in it but it really just is a crappy thing that we have to say goodbye to something that we've loved for so long. I think with all these different ideas that I've just given you because Chris Jenner I'm coming after your brand clearly. No I have more. I just think that it would be so much more entertaining and a lot more people would be more inclined to tuning in. Obviously they weren't doing bad with ratings but I do 
think that there's only so much you can do and obviously you want to be more private especially with Kanye and Courtney and Kendall and just kind of figuring that whole situation out and wanting to be a bit more private but guess what you've been on the air for 20 years your life's never going to go back to anything it's always going to be out in the open there's no privacy at all yes will it change a little but I'm saying keep the fans alive keep them wanting more and yes we'll buy your KKW fragrance we'll buy your good American jeans we'll buy your lip kits Kylie Poosh I don't really know what it is I never bought from there but if you want to send me something I'm more than willing to try it yes those will keep you afloat but we like watching how you do all this stuff like I know I'm not the only one that feels this way I texted my one roommate she was like wait I'm actually so sad my friend and I were like e we're coming for you we are the new keeping up there's nothing to keep up with nobody knows who I am and I don't have anything exciting really going on in my life like I said where am I recording right now my parents basement that's the most excitement that I get during the day and blacking out at bottomless mimosas on a Sunday but I'm just saying keep the momentum alive keep the legacy alive have something for north and true and dream to take over i'm just i'm just upset about it and i think it's a selfish move on their part and i don't know i think that the kardashians have been such a staple in everybody's lives and makes people feel like they have another friend i guess in a way because they're like oh my god yeah when kim does this this and that she likes to do this this and that you know more about them now like i said it's kind of a respect thing i guess all good things must come to an end and when one door closes another one opens but i just don't think this door should close. I don't know if anybody else agrees with me or if I'm being way too fucking dramatic. I think it's time to kind of go back and decide if this is really something that we need to do. And I get it. I shouldn't be as pressed as I am, but I'm going to continue to feel pressed because I feel like I've been so introduced to so many new things that they brought to my television screen and what have you that I need to be able to talk about it more. I need this in my life in order to kind of... No, that was very dramatic, Lindsay. I just... I don't want it to end and I like seeing where it goes. Also, please don't be the Grinch that stole Christmas and deprive us all of this. I'm a Jewish girl. I don't really get to experience Christmas. Actually, fun fact, my birthday is Christmas Eve, so I do celebrate that, but that's only because that was the day I was born. Don't be the Grinch that stole Christmas. Give me that joy. I want to feel the way some people feel when they're celebrating with their family. I want to know, and I feel like this keeping up with the Kardashians, a very Kardashian Christmas, could help me and other people. I guess, feel the magic. I don't know. I just really think that it'd be a wiser decision to reevaluate the decision that has been made. And I know I'm only one person and there are probably a bunch of other people that are a bit more understanding than I am, but I'm going to stick to my opinion. But with that being said, another thing that I think the Kardashians have kind of brought with them and brought to our lives is friendships. Now, I know that sounds a little funny, but when you think about it, you think of people that they brought on the show and scandals. Like, first person that comes to mind is Jordan Woods. And you see Jordan, you see Sophia you see Malika and Khadija, you see Steph. Like these people I only know because of the Kardashians. I'm not really sure if I would know them regardless, but I think knowing that and seeing how those friendships have progressed is something important and a conversation to kind of bring up because honestly, I've only seen a few of them from the show and the few being Khadija and Malika that are genuinely great quality family friends. And that kind of brings me into what I want to talk about next. And we're going to get a little deep and we're going to get a little philosophical, but it's something that's been on my mind and I wanted to share with you all. So with coming off of that and kind of leaving you on like, okay, where are you taking this, Lindsay? I promise I have a point. So this has been on my mind heavily lately. I'm not quite sure why. I guess like just life in general has been on my mind and me thinking of things like this just kind of sparks a conversation with myself in my head. 
And that is friendships and even relationships in a way because I guess in order, well, my opinion, not that I've been very successful, but I think that in order to have a successful relationship, you have to build that friendship and kind of be that person, be that best friend for your significant other. And also like your friends in life are also your soulmates, regardless of who you decide to marry, who you decide to spend your life with in that way. Your friends, the true ones at least, are going to be your rocks. But I think it's important to know is that I know for me too, and this happens a lot, is that I'm very quick to call someone my friend. Or sometimes when I'm referring to people, it's easier just to say, oh, my friend, my friend, my friend. Even though I might not be that close with them, we might be more of an acquaintance type thing, or we kind of just have spent some time together, I've gone out together, whatever. But I've noticed a pattern that I call a lot of people my friends. And I do, I would like to think I have a lot of friends. I've always said I'm the type of person where I don't really stick to one group of friends because because I like be having multiple friends and being able to do different things with different people or combining those groups of people together. So it's like the best of both worlds, my good friend Han Montana would say. Yet I find it very interesting how the whole concept of friendship and friends is, especially in the day and age. Like, I don't know, I'm not philosophical, but I'm, try I'm trying to get deep, okay? I want to connect with you. I think in the day and age that friendship and relationships are in, it is very different than how it was, say, five, ten, however many years ago when our parents were younger, whatever. But something that I've noticed is with people, and I know this because I'm always the type of person, like, even if I'm not friend friends with my friend's friends, if you're following what I'm saying, is, like, I'm always saying, oh, like, how's so-and-so doing? Like, blah, 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 from whatever my friend has told me about the other person. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, I don't know, or they'll give me, like, an in-depth answer of, like, what's going on with them. And it got me really thinking. So people you could know your friends like I was saying I have a lot of friends acquaintances people I've met through the social scene through school through other friends through social media whatever like you could know them you can know bits and pieces about them and in their life story where they're coming from all that shit but do you get to know your friends and I'm going to say that again, you have your friends, but you get to know your friends. And it's more than just a Starbucks order or knowing what type of guy they're into or what type of girl that they're into or their major even, like those simple things. But do you get to know who you call a friend? And if you look around you and see the people that you surround yourself with and you either know them through friends of a friend and I'm not shitting on being friends of a friend because of someone else, because I've met plenty of people that I now think are true friends of mine through friends but it's because I get to know them and you have to kind of say thank you to the friend that introduced you but you take that time to get to know that person and it's not really something that's forced and if you are forcing it then that's not a friendship I'm sorry but if you look around you and you're seeing that you're around people that you really only know because of how you're surrounding yourself around them that's not that's very surface level you need to go beyond that you need to dig deep and when you know someone or try to get to know someone you want to find out what their purpose in life is why they want to wake up every morning why they want to do what they want to do and I heard a lot of this come from a TED talk from a girl and I'm really taking what she said into perspective. And yes, like surprising them with that cute little Starbucks drink because they were having a bad day goes a long way because it shows that you care. But why do you care? What what are they going through that day that you want to be able to help them and make their day a little bit better? And I think that a lot of people, and I think this goes for a lot of college kids, I've noticed this quite a lot and I'm going to talk about why later on in the podcast, episodes, whatever. But because I did transfer schools in my college career, I was at one university for two years and then I graduated from Temple University the next two years and that was the best decision of my life. But 
this kind of goes into how it plays. I kind of quickly realized where my true friends lied at that other school because I made the effort after I left. And I think friendship, it takes a lot of work. It You have to really dig from the ground up to really establish that. No friendship is just, I mean, yes, it can be instant and you can connect, but like time will tell. You are going to build that friendship as time goes on. And connecting it to the Kardashians, Malika and Khadijah and Chloe have been best friends since God knows when. They've said it a billion and one times, yet you see how they constantly get to know each other. Yes, Khadijah and Malika are twins, and that's inevitable. They're stuck together for life. They were in the same womb, whatever. But Chloe's the one that says, I'm the triplet, and she's always showing up. So you figure out and you learn with time how you become soulmates with your best friends. And I've definitely, over the years, have had to learn that certain friends from high school that I'm not so close with anymore, or from that one school, or from Temple, that I have to pick and choose my battles with, and who I'm really going to call a friend. Like, yes, I could hit them up and be like, yo, how's it going? It's been a while. Let's hang out whatever and I can try and get to know them but you also need to have it reciprocated because you can't just be like and this goes a lot with relationships too you can't just be going that halfway point and no one meeting you there it's like an endless snowball but like you want to build the snowball and the snowman to make that friendship and to build it into something greater so you can make your Olaf and I know this analogy is kind of all over the place but I think you know where I'm getting at but you can't do it by yourself when you're creating that friendship and you're talking to someone you're getting to know them and why they want to become this type of profession or why they want to be the person they want to be or who they want to date or how they are with their family like you need to build that together to learn how you guys communicate and to see how to be a friend to that person because obviously no friendship is perfect you're gonna fight you're gonna have your issues whatever some friendships maybe aren't even supposed to last a lifetime my mom always constantly talks about this one best friend that she had from high school throughout college but just because of time they lost touch one moved away one did this one did that but she always says I still have so much love in my heart and so much care for her because she was such a big part of my life and that's another thing yes it might be over but be glad that you had that and that you were able to experience that because things that you were for that person then you can be a hundred times better for someone now someone that you met four months ago could change your life more than something or someone that you met four years ago do you see what I'm saying you got to build upon that and once you build upon that and you create that Olaf that fucking snowman that I was trying to explain is that you create respect and I think a lot of people forget that because look at how things were with Sophia and Jordan and I'm not saying or putting anything in their mouths but being friends with people like the Kardashians and the Jenners brings a lot of light and a lot of spotlight and headlines about you and leads you to more people but you also have to see okay is it more than just that and yes do I think Kylie and Jordan had a bigger connection than we all really ever dreamt of absolutely like you could tell when someone truly is heartbroken over someone but guess what they were both able to take what they did from that relationship and move on. Yes, there might not be respect as much as there was beforehand, but you kind of build off of that. And I know it's strange comparing Kardashians and friendships, considering I don't even know them at all. I wish I did sometimes so I can understand what goes through their head. But it's interesting because you see how stuff like that plays out on TV that it almost kind of makes you feel normal with your relationships and your friends. And like I was saying before, because this plays a big factor in relationships. I know so many people that are with people, talking to them, dating them, being exclusive, whatever you want to fucking call it nowadays. I feel like it's just a mishmash of different things. And I have experienced this too. Like you generally need to have that friendship, that connection and be like, damn, you're really my fucking best friend. I could tell you anything. And then you're going to be able to trust them in like that sexual 
manner and you're gonna really want to give them your all physically emotionally mentally and wow I'm really sounding smart you know I got a bachelor's for something but this wasn't it but what I'm trying to say is you really just need to dig deep you need to get to know people and if you're only in it for a temporary haul or whatever you want to call it save your breath save that other person's breath because if you're just doing it to pass the time you're wasting your time and their time and I'm not gonna sugarcoat that that's fucked up you need to pick and choose of okay do I want to get to know this person do I want to know them on a deeper level do I want them to know me the way this other person knows me you got to think about it like that and don't do it just because like you want to get in someone's pants or you just want to get closer to somebody else do it with the kindness of your heart and I know that's easier said than done and not many people are going to listen to me i I've accepted that. But if there's anything you're going to take away from this Jappy Jaw lesson, ooh, I like that Jappy Jaw lesson. Okay. But if you're going to take anything away from that lesson is that don't waste your time. There was a very good quote that Lupita Nyong'o said about Chadwick Boseman when he died that I believe his wife said. It was, take your time, but don't waste it. And that can play in any aspect of your life. But in this scenario with friendships, okay, and getting to know people on a deeper level beyond the surface is that take your time getting to know someone don't force it don't rush it but make it count and with that ladies and gentlemen is some jappy jaw knowledge okay wow I really enjoyed that and I hope you did too because I just taught myself something about shit that I'm going through that I hope this helps someone else too you know that's what I'm here to do. We're gonna laugh, we're gonna cry, and we're gonna get philosophical, and we're gonna get deep. We're gonna get deep as fuck. And this was just one step of getting closer there, comparing friendships to the Kardashians. Don't you love it? Woof, that was heavy. How is everybody feeling from that? I know it was a lot to kind of take in and whatever, but you know what? That's what I'm here for. I'm gonna test us all and see how we do after shit like that. I hope you do take what I said with a light heart and figure out what you wanna do with it. And if you're just taking it in, I appreciate that too. But I'm just giving you a little bit of my Jappy knowledge, as I said. So I hope you enjoyed that. On a little bit of a lighter note, I want to talk about something that I talked about last week, which was iOS 14 and how I don't like change. So many people came after me saying, but Lindsay, just try it out. Blah, blah, blah. Well, if you listen to the episode, you know I don't like change. Second of all, I saw an article on Facebook, which probably not trustworthy, but where people were getting their bank accounts hacked because they kept adding all that widget shit. Third of all, I've been seeing more and more quote unquote aesthetically pleasing layouts that people people have been doing and yes they're very pretty but like god it gives me a headache I literally I was updating the highlight pictures on my Instagram like my personal one to look a little bit better and kind of funkier and that was stressful enough like that took me maybe like 20 minutes just to figure out what I wanted to put for a fucking highlight reel that says heat and jamming there's no way I could sit there for two hours at least to do that to my whole fucking phone and also like I'm gonna get lost I was just joking how like I'm geo geographically not inclined when I I always need a GPS to go some places like it's taken me so long and crashing into a tree later that, <laughs> that I'm confident with where I go now but I would get lost in my own phone that's how not inclined I am I'm very technologically savvy and I don't want anyone thinking that it's because of that because it's not I know my way around a fucking computer and shit and I I'm always fixing things for my grandma you can ask her that shit I don't have the time for I really don't I have a podcast I have a other things to do even though I'm not employed I I have other things that I would like to do in life and rearranging an entire home screen just for myself to look at and to show off for like what a month
month. I'm sorry. That's a no from me. So stop attacking me about it. Yes, it's pretty. Keep doing you if that's what you want to do. But there is one that I saw. Oh my God. It was like all nude and neutral tones. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I like that fall aesthetic and what have you. But this just looked like someone just straight up shit on someone's screen. Like it was different levels of poop. And I know that's graphic and I'm sorry. But I'm just saying, I don't understand how that's so pleasing to some people. Like, yes, you put in a lot of work. I appreciate that. Good for you. But I'm sorry. I I can't get on the bandwagon. There's no justifying it. I'm sorry. And that's my jappy thought of the day. Um, But like I said, I just finished Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is basically where you're repenting and forgiving and moving on in the Jewish New Year. I don't really know what I'm giving up and wanting to change in the New Year. I definitely want to continue doing this and be as consistent as possible, which I think I've been pretty good with. And also I want it to fucking soar like no other. But I'm also done taking bullshit from people and as much of a, I'm going to tell you how it is, I do like to give benefit of the doubt too much. So I'm going to stop doing that too. So you guys can hold me accountable to that. Like I end every episode, all of the two episodes that I now have, I have a post-grad doozy that I want to talk to you guys about. And this is something that I've realized because with the whole phone situation and everything, because everybody always has an issue with storage. Lucky enough, I haven't had a problem with storage since I think my sophomore year of college, maybe? I don't know, but I've been lucky enough that I've been able to pick and choose my battles with that and sort out what I need to sort out and delete this, delete that, whatever. I don't like change, like I said. But the one thing that I've been having a problem doing and detaching myself, my post-grad doozy, is I can't seem to delete my Canvas app and my Temple University app. And for those of you that don't know what it is, so my school has an app that has a map of the school, tells you where the buildings are, how to pick classes, easy ways to get through to things, through the school, your account and everything like that. And then Canvas is basically like other schools use Blackboard or they use Collaborate or their own portal of some kind to track your grades and contact professors sometimes and everything like that. For some reason, I, every time I'm like, wait, I might need that. I don't need to see, it's all gone anyway. My media research, research paper that I wrote first semester of last year, I have it saved to my computer if I really want to read it. And I'm sure if I emailed my professor, she'd be like, um, I can try and see if I have, I really don't need it, but I'm having a problem accepting the fact that I don't need to use those apps anymore. And my one friend was saying like, Linz, I just deleted mine. Like you can let go, but I don't want to let go. Like I understand college is over. I am not in college anymore. I'm not going to grad school, thank God. But I don't know. I guess like I'm just still holding on because I'm like, oh, that's sad. Like I don't want to get rid of it just yet. I li- One of them is offloaded so it doesn't take up storage on my phone. And the other one, it really does nothing for me. So I don't know why I'm having such a hard time getting rid of it. Could someone tell me? It's because I have detachment issues. I'm very comfortable in my ways sometimes that I just kind of, I fucking get lost in that. You know what I'm saying? But that's something I've realized post-grad is I can't let go of my fucking school, my grade. I don't know what you would want to call it. If you have advice and have struggled with this yourself, please let me know what you did to help yourself. Another thing that I don't understand, and this is like a whole college thing. So you know when you went to that one frat party freshman year and you were really drunk, drinking the jungle juice, and you met that one girl and you guys were bonding over each other's outfits. You're like, oh my god, yes, you're so cool. Wait, add me on Snapchat. What's your name? I'll follow you on Instagram. Oh, what's your major? Are you in this class? Do you know this person? Blah, 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 blah. So you end up following someone and get their Snapchat. Then you don't realize that you're never talking to that person again and that you you, yeah, you could like each other's stuff, be like that mutual friend on Instagram or whatever, but what's your real attachment to them? Like, yeah, it's nice to have followers and likes and all that, but what else? Why do we feel that we need to keep having these people that we've talked to one time when we were drunk? Maybe twice, three times, and you said hi at parties because you were drunk again. Sometimes I feel bad on following them on Instagram, but at this point on Snapchat, I'm like, you don't serve me a purpose. I don't 
don't really care about your story. Remove friend. And I know that sounds harsh and like kind of mean, but you really didn't affect my college career too much. So why am I gonna keep following you and all that? I think a lot of people do feel that way actually. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really want to delete them? Because I kind of want to be nosy and see what they're up to sometimes. I sometimes will find myself stalking and being in a lost cause of a route of going through their shit. But I think that's something that we all kind of need to realize. Like if they're not serving you purpose, then they're not serving you purpose now. Let it go. I guess. I don't know. I need to take my own advice. But with that being said, I'm so happy with the way this episode went. I know it was kind of wishy-washy with talking about certain things, getting deep, getting funny, whatever. But that's just me. That's my personality. That's what I like to talk about with you guys. And like I said, it's my fucking show. I'll do what I want. I'm glad that a lot of people that I was talking about this stuff were like, oh my god, I'm so excited and interested in what you have to say. So if you want me to talk about anything, anything at all, contact me in whichever which way. But I appreciate and love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and supporting. Keep subscribing. Keep reviewing. Keep sharing with your friends. I cannot believe how great this has been. Like truly it is a dream come true. And follow Jappy Jaws on Instagram at J-A-P-P-Y-J-A-W-S and follow me please. I'm a thirsty hoe. I like followers and I'll talk to you. I'm not weird. I'm, I'm a nice person. Um, You can follow me at L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-Y-A-N-Y-A-A and we can chat. Talk about certain things. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it so much and I will see you guys next Thursday. Thursday.